Welcome to Podcast 360, powered by the Podcast Academy. In three questions answered in 60 seconds each, you'll experience a 360-degree view of podcasting and the people who are building out the industry. Company founders will take turns sitting in the seat of both guest and host, creating a chain of podcast knowledge and perspective. These conversations are going to get down to business quickly. Each host will ask their guest three questions and they will have 60 seconds to answer each one. You'll hear the timer counting down their final 15 seconds. At the end, the guest will choose a topic to revisit and dig into a little deeper. Let's meet our experts. Today's host is... Hi, I'm Steph Colburn, the CEO and founder of Edit Audio, which is a full-suite podcast production company entirely operated by women, trans, and non-binary people. We operate out of the US, UK, and Canada, and we make branded content for people like Google News, Harper's Bazaar, and Stack Overflow, alongside some of our Edit Audio originals, two of which just won Signal Awards. You might also recognize me from last week's episode when I was interviewed by Earbuds Podcast Collective founder, Ariel Nissenblatt. And who's in the hot seat as today's guest? Hi, I'm Imriel Morgan. I'm the founder and CEO of Content is Queen, which is a production company and community uniting diverse audio creators, advertisers, and commissioners to foster collaboration opportunities and enable sustainable content monetization like never before. We're based out of London. I'm the creator of the International Women's Podcast Festival, the micro grant for podcasters program with support from Audible UK, and I'm also the co-lead for the Equality and Audio Patch for the UK and Europe. Before we dig in, we ask our guests to lay out two truths and a lie. Our host will guess which is the lie. We'll find out the answer together at the end of the conversation. But our host will have an opportunity to change their answer based on what they learn from our guest. Or they can stick with their first intuition. Imriel, thank you so much for coming to Podcast 360 as my guest. It's so nice to see you. It's so nice to have you here. So for all of our wonderful Podcast 360 listeners out there, welcome to the season one finale. I know the team behind the show is super eager to bring you more. So thank you for listening and staying tuned, um, especially to these episodes that I'm on. (laughs) To get down to business, every episode of Podcast 360 starts the exact same way with a round of two truths and a lie. So, Imriel, you're going to provide us with three facts about yourself, and I'll guess which one is the lie. At the end of this conversation, you'll tell me the correct answer. Got it. Are you ready for your three facts? Yes. Okay, hit me. Okay. Fact number one. I fell over, quite embarrassingly, at my very first live show at the first Women's Podcast Festival that I ran in 2018. (laughs) Awkward. Very. Second, fact number two, I interviewed the Kiki Palmer whilst incredibly tipsy after a carnival. And (laughs) fact number three is I once scolded Mark Jacobs for not wearing headphones during a recording. Oh, my God. Okay, hold on. (laughs) All of these are so good. (laughs) I believe... I, okay, I believe all of them, but I'm going to say that number one is the lie that you fell over because I know you're like a boss. You would scold someone for not wearing headphones, which like also everyone be better. Put on some headphones, okay? And also like I could see you like going to Carnival, Kiki Palmer, like you're both like vibing. 
yeah, I like that. I want to believe that one's true because I want to hear that. So I'm going to say the first one's a lie because it's also the one that I don't want to be true where you fall down. Okay, we'll see. All right. So now we have taken care of our strict business, the two truths and the lie segment. And we're going to learn even more about you as I ask you three questions related to our industry of podcasting. You have 60 seconds to answer each question. And after that, we'll pick one of the subjects we covered and we'll revisit it in greater detail. So you can elaborate on your thoughts or anything that we missed and want to go over. Are you ready? I think so. Let's do it. Let's do it. There we go. Okay, question number one actually is not my question. So I told my team that I was coming here today. I was like, does anyone have a question for Imriel? Let's crowdsource these questions. And Megan Hayward from my team, a lovely producer on my team, asked this question. They said that they would love to know how Content is Queen set up the micro grants program and what's been the most rewarding part of doing it. Ooh. That is a hard question. Heavy hitter. That is a good question, though. It got started because I was building affordable studios um, or trying to build affordable studios. And I was working quite closely with the team at Audible um, at the time. And they knew what I was trying to build. And they said, hey, would you need some support or like financial assistance with that? And I said, yes, please. And they said, can you drop a proposal? So I put together a proposal. And within that proposal, which was to get our studios up and running, I insisted, or at least I asked very nicely <laughs> if they would also support a micro grant program for um, predominantly supporting creators from underrepresented groups, but emerging creators. And they said yes. So we put like a line item in our kind of sponsorship budget explicitly for cash grants to go to creators. And that is how that program got started and funded. And it's been funded. This is now our third year doing it with Audible. Amazing. Most rewarding part of it? Just seeing that ideas come to life. Like people just genuinely feel so grateful for someone believing in their idea. And that's great. Mm, Seeing that daddy Amazon isn't always bad. (laughs) Yes. Yes, indeed. (laughs) So I met you in the real world for the first time last year. It was this year. This year? Beginning of this year? It was May. What is time? May. This is horrible because I had the exact same moment in the last episode. (laughs) So people are going to be like, who is this bitch and where is their brain? But I'm like, okay, so we met, I met you this year, earlier at the beginning of the year through the amazing Laura Blake. And we met talking about the quality and audio pact and how it's sort of getting like a revitalization moving into that second chapter. So I was just wondering if you could talk a little bit about how you got involved with the EAP and what kind of goals you're excited for as we move it forward. Oh, in 60 seconds, Steph. Okay, no pressure. (laughs) We love it. You can do it. Okay, so I got involved because I... uh, How did I get involved? So I knew about it from 2020 when it first launched because I was quite close with Renee and Christina, Renee Richardson, who founded the EAP uh, at Broccoli Productions, and Christina Moore, who runs Don't Skip and formerly of Apple and BBC work. And uh, so I knew about it. I wanted to be more involved with it from the moment it launched. And then I had seen, and I had been also speaking to Laura Blake about like what's going on with it. And we spoke to Renee and she was like, you guys can kickstart this again. I'd like to see something happen, but I don't have the bandwidth to do that. And so that's how it got kind of kickstarted again. What I'm most excited about going forward is 
implementing the accountability measures, like really having quite good measurable ways of holding companies to account for what they say, good or bad. I love that too. And I am excited that right now we have, it seems like a like more distributed group that's all holding people accountable you know you guys you made a like very intentional move to like get people in different continents to sort of like be the heads of that and I think that was a really brilliant decision and also allows us to be like better at making decisions for the industry because Mm -hmm. I mean even I think that first conversation we had it was like very obvious that like you know UK companies and US companies operate very differently and say different things. So we need to like treat each place differently. Okay, my final question. I know that Content is Queen does a lot of great things. I want to know what is one thing that you're most excited for for next year or this year coming? What project are you working on that you're excited about? Honestly, I have so many projects. I'm most excited about the 2024 International Women's Podcast Festival. We didn't get to do it this year because the industry didn't like cough up the funding that it normally has done in the past. However, we're already off to a very, very positive start with the conversations we're having and the kind of offers that we've received so far. So I'm very, very excited. We've also secured a headliner who I will not be announcing as an exclusive today. But honestly, it's groundbreaking earth shatteringly good and this person does not do a lot of speaking they do not do a lot of interviews it's a significant milestone person in podcasting it's a significant anniversary for this person in podcasting and we secured them on the date of a very big milestone for the industry and for women in the industry so i am like supremely excited that we've already kind of locked that in oh my god we love a teaser yes everyone come to the international women's podcast festival do it also congratulations that's awesome thank you i'll be there please please (laughs) podcast 360 will be right back after a quick break and a word from our sponsors and now back to podcast 360 okay so you did an amazing job thank you for letting everyone get to know you and hearing your insights through literally 360 second answers um now we have the opportunity to pick one and go back to something if you want to dig a bit deeper so is there anything that you want to talk more about i mean all of them were quite meaty things i cannot say more about the festival so (laughs) (laughs) i am legally obligated to stop talking about the festival but everyone buy a ticket (laughs) more will be announced um i don't know i mean we're both on the eap the equality and audio pack that feels like a thing that we both have in common and could definitely elaborate on uh, yeah. And the micro grant program is running right now. So equ- that's also like a big moment and it's global. So I, I could I could do either or. Where do you lean? I mean, I think it's cool to get people involved in the Equality and Audio Pact. I think what would you say is a way that like people could, you know, as we're sort of right now, we're in this phase where I think we're like organizing and we're making sure that everyone across the globe that's part of the EAP is like on the same page. We're like really digging into the pledges that we're asking people to make mm-hmm. and I guess there isn't a defined, you know, we're not asking people to sign right now. So what do you think is a way that um, people can be working on their own time while we're working kind of in the background Mm. to be making sure that the industry is more equitable? Oh, that's a big question, Steph, isn't it? I suppose in the meantime is really just looking at or reminding companies, reminding themselves of the pledges. I mean, we've got 
around 450 plus companies already committed. Technically, you can sign it now, so, but we're not, We're as you say, we're organizing. I mean, outside, I think that it's important, like the EAP is here to like sort of corral these larger organizations to become Better. more equitable. Yes. But like if you're an individual and you're listening to this and you work for one of those companies or you are independent, what do you think is something that you can be doing in your own corner uh, sure. to yeah. be contributing? I think certainly, like I said, I, I, I'll, I'll go back to definitely looking at the pledges and seeing what feels reasonable to start with. There, there are five pledges. If you're not ready to quote unquote sign yet, it is certainly worth looking at them and thinking, hey, I can probably commit to the no events rule, right? Like no mm -hmm. events that aren't representative of the city or location that they're taking place in. Reporting is a bigger commitment and a harder mm -hmm. commitment for a lot of people and a lot of organizations. So don't like get bogged down with like the specifics of what's there, but start to think about actually, I could probably commit to one or two of these at this moment in time. And I think certainly I come from the school of thought with the Equality and Audio Pact that impact is more important than just being like a hard and fast rule follower like yes I can be very radical in my beliefs and activism and want absolute perfectionism because that's the level I demand of myself however mm -hmm. the reality is we're not perfect people I'm not a perfect person I got called out the other day for something not being as accessible as it could be and you just have to kind of take that feedback on the chin and be like I'm only one person and this is what I can realistically do but I take this point and I will try to build that into infrastructure later so I think it's being open to feedback or criticism when it's just or when it's worth reflecting on and I also think it's a case of you know do what you can and be honest about what you what what you can do and what your limitations are and you can do that mm -hmm. on an individual level or if you have some power or limited power within your organization or company take those on board as well we're not perfect people even the people in the EAP are imperfect people <laughs> like we are all learning and our guiding principle at Content is Queen is inclusion is a process not an outcome and your participation is essential so we all, we're all on it together like good and bad, like we just have to be open to receiving the criticism and equally the praise too, if if and when we do something yeah. well. Give us our flowers. Yes. Um, <laughs> quick little plug, if someone, because you said that the micro grants program is, is on right now, if someone wants to know more about that, where can they go to find out info? They can go to contentisqueen.org forward slash news is probably the fastest way because it's within the news section and it's quite high up in the news section so <laughs> content is screen.org forward slash news and the application form faqs terms and conditions are all there it is open to the whole world i guess the caveat for international applicants is that you should have a valid paypal account that is linked to the email that you're you're registering your application with just because our banks in the uk are really strict <laughs> so paypal is the only way we can pay for anything internationally right now <laughs> Love that. Mm -hmm. So there is one more thing we have to do before we wrap that it's time to find out if I was correct or wrong with my guess of which of their three facts was a lie. Here, here, here we go. So my final guess, I'm going to stick with my original answer, which was that you fell on stage. Maybe I'm putting the stage in. I'm setting the scene for myself, but that you fell on stage at your first festival. That is correct, Steph. You were right. <laughs> I did it's not, a lie? I did not fall on stage. <laughs> <gasps> oh my God. That means that you sat down with Kiki Palmer buzzed. I love yes. that. Like, 
It was so bad. <laughs> it was. I have so many follow-up questions. I need to know about the headphones that were worn. If they like ruined the style moment, I need to know oh, about she, how Kiki Palmer is perfect. when she's buzzed. She was fine. No, she wasn't at Carnival. So it was all remote. She was in LA. I was in the UK. Basically, the interview was booked for the day before when I was like fully prepared and had everything set up. The environment was set, and then they were like, "She can't do today. She'll have to do tomorrow." And I was like, "But I'm going to Carnival." <laughs> So <laughs> I got the email whilst at Carnival, like, can you do 4 p.m. at whatever on the day? And I was like, um, I don't know if anyone knows about UK Carnival, but like, it's impossible to escape. It's like yeah. really difficult to get out and like find a tube station. You don't even know where you are, like half the time. And I was like, Incredible. okay, I'm going to like find the nearest tube. And then I like cycled on like this electric bike for the first time. Like, <laughs> get home so I could do this interview and I was just like and then she was like oh can we have cameras on and I was like I am not I was not prepared <laughs> just you're like I'm in a full look like no. <laughs> like my hair was doing the most I was definitely I tipsy AF like the audio sounds trash oh it's, it's such a shame because I love her. I, I genuinely love her so much <laughs> I still love her. I mean I love that I want to listen to the <laughs> podcast like where you're just like trying to get to Kiki Palmer <laughs> just like the journey too. Yeah, the yeah, journey I- through Carnival. <laughs> I'll try to like. Um, Imriel, you've been a wonderful guest as always. I love talking to you and knowing more about you. Thank you for being on the finale of season one of Podcast 360. On behalf of the Podcast 360 team, thank you to all of our awesome listeners and keep an eye out for what's next. Imriel, can you let us know where listeners can find you? Socially, any social handles, websites, email, what do you like? I am always on at content is Queen HQ's Instagram. Don't follow me personally. I I don't say anything. Um, <laughs> I'm always at content is Queen HQ on Instagram. That's like our most active channel. I'm also pretty regularly active on LinkedIn. Imriel Morgan, there's very few Imriels in this world and no Imriel Morgan so it's not a hard name to find and even if there were other Imriel Morgans none, none of them are as great none as this me. one and yeah certainly on and on Twitter I'm slightly more active as a personal person so at Imi Morgan on Twitter if or X now if that is your personal place to be amazing thank you Imriel and thanks to the Podcast 360 team for having me thanks so much thank you for listening to Podcast 360 where you experience a 360 degree view of podcasting Special thanks to the Podcast Academy and DCP Entertainment. Follow us on social media at The Ambies and at DCP Official on Instagram. And subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. <laughs>